What are you giving your attention to? And the same day, when the eve was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. Mark chapter 4, verse 35, KJV. Can you imagine the sight it must have been? So many people gathered to see and to hear Jesus, a multitude. So many he took to a ship as the people watched and listened from the seaside as he taught them. Take in the beautiful blue sky, the smell of the fresh crisp air, the soft rhythm of the water, the feel of the earth between your toes, the warmth of the sun on your face, and the words of the only begotten Some Son of the Father, fill the filling them with spiritual food. The disciples must have been so honored, so proud, as they watched and listened as their Messiah commanded the attention of the people. They all got to hear firsthand from the mouth of the living word the parable about the sower that sowed and how some of the seed fell by the wayside, never getting to the soil because the fowls came and ate them up. Then there were those that fell on stony ground and the plant came, but it withered away for lack of root, it lacked depth. Then there were those that fell among thorns. When they tried to take root, the thorns grew and choked them, so they gave no fruit. But then they being on the edge of their seat, wondering if there was any hope for the sword to see a harvest. Jesus then told them about the seeds that made it to good ground and yielded a 30, 60, and some a hundredfold increase. My, how they must have cheered when they heard the happy ending. But did any of them really understand that Jesus was that sower and the words that he was speaking to them was the seed? Did they understand that the seed was going out among them? The words that he spoke would land just as that seed had on those different soils of their heart. And with every word, Jesus was asking the question, what type of ground are you? The disciples had already been called and commissioned to do as they were seeing Jesus do at that very moment. This was part of their training. They were watching a true fisherman standing on that boat and those people were his catch that he had reeled in at that seaside. Oh my goodness, that was a good day for Jesus. But now the question was, as the disciples looked on, did they really understand? Did they get the lesson? Well. Let us look at the verses that followed in Mark chapter 4, when the disciples got a moment with Jesus alone. They inquired of him concerning those things he had just spoken to the multitude. And this is what Jesus said, Mark 4, 11 through 14. And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables, that seeing they may see, and not perceive. And hearing they may hear and not understand, lest at any time they should be converted, and their sins should be forgiven them. And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will ye know all parables? The sower soweth the word. Jesus continued going into greater depth of the subject of the sower. He explained how Satan is the fowls of the air that came and ate up the word. Those whose hearts are likened unto that stony ground, when they are afflicted by Satan, then they are offended at the word that they once received with gladness, because they never gave it time to take root in them. 
He went on to explain how the cares of the world, the deceitfulness of riches and the lusts of other things coming in were the thorns that made this group of people unfruitful because they set their hearts on those other things and not on Jesus. And lastly, those who hear and receive the word are those that have a heart for God. And because of this, they are able to bear much fruit up to a 30, 60, and even a hundredfold return. But Jesus didn't stop there. He proceeded to give them parable after parable, each time calling for the disciples to consider their ways. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. Mark 4, 23-34 If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And he said unto them, Take heed what you hear, with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you, and unto you that hear shall more be given. For he that hath, to him shall be given, and he that hath not, from him shall be taken even that which he hath. And he said, So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground, and should sleep, and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up, he knoweth not how. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, first the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn in the ear. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he putteth in the sickle, because the harvest is come. And he said, Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God, or with what comparison shall we compare it? It is like the grain of a mustard seed, which when it is sown in the earth, is less than all seeds that be in the earth. When it is sown, it groweth up, and becometh greater than all herbs, and shouteth out great branches, so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. And with many such parables spake he the word unto them, as they were able to hear it. But without a parable spake he not unto them. And when they were alone, he expounded all things to the disciples. What a lesson! They made an inquiry, and Jesus was happy to oblige, as it is written in James 1.5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that give it to all men liberally, and unbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Now the evening had come, and Jesus had announced it was time to go, saying to the disciples, Let us pass over unto the other side. So they sent away the multitude and gathered in the ship, and set sail, them and other little ships. So we know what happens next. In Mark 4, 37-38, and it reads, And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he, being Jesus, was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Really? Master, carest thou not? What does this sound like? Let's go to Exodus 14, 11 through 12. And they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we die in the wilderness. It's that same spirit. This is why Moses is a picture of the Messiah to come, and we, the children of God, those that he meant to be priests, we are out here dealing with that same spirit, that slave mentality, and the fear that drives it. But if we would just study the word, 
Take time with God. We will see that God has called us to be no more slaves, as it is written in John 15, 15, and spoken by Jesus. Henceforth I call you not servants, but the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. But here's what is even more unbelievable about this situation. Did Jesus not just get through giving them several dissertations concerning the seed that was sown by the sower? Also within that teaching was the parable concerning the seed of the mustard tree, that when it is sown, although it being less than all the seeds in the earth, grew to become greater than all the herbs, shooting out great branches so that the fowls of the air now lodge under the shadow of it? My God, my God, did Jesus not just get through talking to them, saying, if any man have ears to hear, let him hear? Did they hear Jesus? Did they hear Jesus when he said, let us pass over unto the other side? Let us now be reminded of Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie neither the son of man that he should repent hath he said and shall he not do it or hath he spoken and shall he not make it good they had seen jesus heal all manner of sickness and disease at his word they had seen the catch of fish peter caught at jesus's word they saw the demons cast out of people by his word they had heard and read prophecy concerning the coming Messiah, and they had been seeing, studying, and watching all this time. And still when he said to them, let us pass over to the other side, and they come upon this storm, and now they doubt that what Jesus spoke was going to happen. Once Jesus had proclaimed their destination, the other side, no storm in earth could ever stop them from arriving safely. But they, the disciples, thought that they were going to die and not live to see the salvation of the Lord. Isn't this what Moses said to the Israelites in Exodus 14, 13? Just before God opened the Red Sea so that they may cross to safety from Pharaoh's pursuing army. And here again, you go doubting. I can see the sea. I can feel the wind, feel the ship as it rocks and the water coming in rising higher and higher up my leg. Hear the crashing of the tumultuous water hitting the boat as you look down at Jesus lying on his little pillow as he is being shaken from his restful slumber by the disciples as everything appeared to be coming down around them. Jesus then arises rebuking the wind and saying unto the sea, Peace, be still. And suddenly the wind ceased and there fell a great calm. Now picture yourself and me along with the disciples standing there amongst the remnants as he stands before us questioning undoubtedly in disbelief saying why are you so fearful how is it that you have no faith jesus has got to be thinking what did i just say to you about the seed that fell among thorns such as hear the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word and it becometh unfruitful the disciples so feared that this storm, this particular care of the world, was going to be unto death that the word Jesus spoke to them earlier that day had already become choked out. 
causing the word of God to be of none effect in their life. That's why Jesus asked, why are ye so fearful? Did you not hear what I just said? After all you just saw and heard, how is it that ye still have no faith? How is that even possible? So let me ask you, what are the cares of this world that are causing the word of God to be unfruitful in your life? Jesus taught that day on faith. The disciples were there, heard the lesson, and took part in their own personal Q&A with the word made flesh. At that moment, they should have understood that when you have been taught, whatever the subject, how do you know if you've learned or are ready to graduate if there is never a test? So the teacher, being Jesus, laid out the lesson. Then he laid the groundwork for the test. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the lesson was on faith. The word of faith was spoken by Jesus. Let us go to the other side, right? Now, something must arise to challenge that word of faith. That thing was a storm. Don't you know that Jesus knew a storm was coming? Remember what I said previously about lessons on whether their faith was great or little? God is doing the same with us. So here comes a storm. So who do you think brought the storm? Is it a coincidence? God allows the test to see what you have learned. So Jesus must have thought, they're good. They got this. I can go to sleep. Surely they can handle this. The teacher didn't need to be in the room while they take this test. That's why he was resting so soundly. That's what Jesus is saying about us when he says, be of good cheer. I have already overcome the world. John 16, 32. Behold, the hour cometh, yea, is now come, that ye shall be scattered, every man to his own, and shall leave me alone, and yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace, in the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. All you have to do is walk in what I've already done. You know, I got this revelation one day when something made me so angry. I can't remember now even what it was, but I was going off, just raging to myself. Well, you know, God is everywhere, so undoubtedly I was speaking to him. Like, what gives God? And I suddenly heard, Be of good cheer, for I have already overcome the world. <laughs> I couldn't do anything but laugh. As I said, Jesus, you are too much. All I could do was laugh and go in the house and shut my mouth. Check your own life. When was the last time you read something in the Bible and a real life test came upon you concerning what you had just read and believed? How did you do? Did you continue to believe through the test and ended up seeing its manifestation? But here, going back to the disciples, Jesus knew that the time was coming that he would be crucified and the disciples would be scattered, as we read in John 16:32, And he would need for them to get these lessons so that when that time came, they would have the peace and the ability to do what needed to be done. Feed a sheep. And that was going to take faith and the ability to stare down some storms. So, have you rebuked any storms lately? <laughs>